Hello, my name is Craig Kelly, and this is Common Prayer. All right, thank you for joining me here for evening prayers. We're getting ready to wrap up this week now that we are in the Lenten season. Perfect time to spend that time in prayer and reflection and time in the Word and time in repentance. And so this is, for me, the perfect place to be, spending time here with you all going through the daily office this this Anglican practice of a liturgy of morning prayer and evening prayer said every day, a great spiritual discipline to encourage as far as just having that regular time in prayer, in repentance, in praise, in spending time in the Bible, spending time in supplication and adoration. I found it's been great for me, and so that's why I wanted to put this out there if People are looking for a way, whether it's for Lent or whether it's just for your own everyday devotion time, uh, special time with the Lord. Hopefully, if you're looking for that, maybe this can be a help for you. So, if you're here for the first time, welcome. If you are a returning listener, thank you for continuing this journey here with me. So, as usual, I'm reading from the Book of Common Prayer. This edition is published in 2019 by the Anglican Church in North America. If you'd like to learn more about the ACNA, you can go to anglicanchurch.net, and you can also find out if maybe there is a parish near you. And if you'd like to follow along with the liturgy, you can go to dailyoffice2019.com. I'll have a link in the description below for that website. And you can follow right along with me as we go through the liturgy for evening prayer together. So let's take a moment just to quiet our hearts and prepare for worship. All right, so again, this is evening prayer for Friday, February 16th, 2024. It is in the church calendar, the Friday after Ash Wednesday. We are just getting into this season of Lent. We'll begin with an opening sentence from Scripture. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Dearly beloved, the scriptures teach us to acknowledge our many sins and offenses, not concealing them from our Heavenly Father, but confessing them with humble and obedient hearts, that we may obtain forgiveness by His infinite goodness and mercy. We ought at all times humbly to acknowledge our sins before Almighty God, but especially when we come together in His presence, to give thanks for the great benefits we have received at His hands, to declare His most worthy praise to hear his holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those things which are necessary for our life and our salvation. Therefore draw near with me to the throne of heavenly grace. Let's pray together. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts, We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done. 
and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And apart from your grace, there is no health in us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Spare all those who confess their faults. Restore all those who are penitent. According to your promises, declare to all people, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may now live a godly, righteous, and sober life. To the glory of your holy name. Amen. Grant to your faithful people, merciful Lord, pardon and peace, that we may be cleansed from all our sins and serve you with a quiet mind. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Let us say the Fosselaron together, this hymn of praise for evening prayer. O gladsome light, pure brightness of the ever-living Father in heaven, O Jesus Christ, holy and blessed, now as we come to the setting of the sun, and our eyes behold the vesper light, we sing your praises, O God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You are worthy at all times to be praised by happy voices, O Son of God, O Giver of life, and to be glorified through all the worlds. The Psalms appointed for this evening prayer for the 16th day of the month begin with Psalm 82. God stands in the council of princes. He is a judge among gods. How long will you give wrong judgment and accept the ungodly? Defend the poor and fatherless. See that those who are in need and necessity have what is right. Deliver the outcast and poor. Save them from the hand of the ungodly. They will not learn nor understand, but walk about in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are shaken. I have said, You are gods, and you are all the children of the Most High. But you shall die like mortals, and fall like one of the princes. Arise, O God, and judge the earth, for you shall take all nations for your inheritance. Going on to Psalm 83. Hold not your tongue, O God, keep not silent, but rouse yourself, O God. For behold, your enemies murmur, and those who hate you have lifted up their head. They have conspired secretly against your people, and taken counsel against your cherished ones. They have said, Come and let us wipe them out, that they may be no more a people, and that the name of Israel may be remembered no more. For they have brought their heads together with one consent, and are aligned against you. The tents of the Edomites 
and the Ishmaelites, the Moabites and Hagarines, Gebal and Ammon and Amalek, the Philistines who d- with those who dwell at Tyre. Assyria also has joined with them and has helped the children of Lot. But do to them as you did to the Midianites, to Sisera and to Jabin at the brook of Kishon, who perished at Endor and became as dung on the earth. Make their princes like Oreb and Zeeb. Indeed, make all their princes like Zeba and Zalmunna, who said, Let us take for ourselves the pastures of God as our possession. O oh my God, make them like whirling dust and like stubble before the wind, like the fire that burns up the woods and like the flame that consumes the mountains. Pursue them even with your tempest and make them afraid with your storm. Cover their faces with shame, O Lord, that they may seek your name. Let them be disgraced and dismayed evermore and more. Let them be put to shame and perish. And they shall know that you, whose name is the Lord, are alone the Most High over all the earth. And going on to Psalm 84. How lovely are your dwellings, O Lord God of hosts! My soul has a desire and longing to enter into the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh rejoice in the living God. Indeed, the sparrow has found her a house, and the swallow a nest where she may lay her young. Even your altars, O Lord of hosts, my King and my God. Blessed are they who dwell in your house. They will be always praising you. Blessed is the one whose strength is in you, in whose heart are your ways, who, going through a valley of misery, uses it for a well. Indeed, the early rains fill the pools with water. They will go from strength to strength, and the God of gods shall be seen by them in Zion. O Lord God of hosts, hear my prayer. Hearken, O God of Jacob. Behold, O God, our Defender, and look upon the face of your anointed. For one day in your courts is better than a thousand. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of ungodliness. For the Lord God is a light and defense. The Lord will give grace and honor and no good thing shall he withhold from those who live a godly life. O Lord God of hosts, blessed is the one who puts his trust in you. Going on to Psalm 85. Lord, you have been gracious to your land. You have turned away the captivity of Jacob. You have forgiven the offense of your people and covered all their sins. You have taken away all your displeasure and turned yourself from your wrathful indignation. Restore us then, O God, our Savior, and let your anger cease from us. 
Will you be displeased at us forever? And will you stretch out your wrath from one generation to another? Will you not turn again and quicken us, that your people may rejoice in you? Show us your mercy, O Lord, and grant us your salvation. I will hearken to what the Lord God will say, for he shall speak peace unto his people and to his saints, that they turn not again. For his salvation is near to those who fear him, that glory may dwell in our land. Mercy and truth have met together. Righteousness and peace have kissed each other. Truth shall flourish out of the earth, and righteousness shall look down from heaven. Indeed, the Lord shall show goodness, and our land shall give its increase. Righteousness shall go before him, and he shall direct his going in the way. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The first lesson is a reading from the book of Jeremiah, beginning with the 46th chapter, the first verse. The word of the Lord that came to Jeremiah the prophet concerning the nations about Egypt, concerning the army of Pharaoh Necho, king of Egypt, which was by the river Euphrates at Carchemish, and which Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, defeated in the fourth year of Jehoiakim, son of Josiah, king of Judah. Prepare buckler and shield, and advance for battle. Harness the horses. Mount, O horsemen. Take your stations with your helmets. Polish your spears. Put on your armor. Why have I seen it? They are dismayed and have turned backward. Their warriors are beaten down and have fled in haste. They look not back. Terror on every side, declares the Lord. The swift cannot flee away, nor the warrior escape. In the north, by the river Euphrates, they have stumbled and fallen. Who is this, rising like the Nile, like rivers whose waters surge? Egypt rises like the Nile, like rivers whose waters surge. He said, I will rise, I will cover the earth, I will destroy cities and their inhabitants. Advance, O horses, and rage, O chariots. Let the warriors go out, men of Cush and Put who handle the shield. Men of Lud, skilled in handling the bow. That day is a day of the Lord God of hosts, a day of vengeance, to avenge himself on his foes. The sword shall devour and be sated, and drink its fill of their blood. For the Lord God of hosts holds a sacrifice in the north country by the river Euphrates. Go up to Gilead and take balm, O virgin daughter of Egypt. In vain you have used many medicines. There is no healing for you. The nations have heard of your shame, and the earth is full of your cry. For warrior has stumbled against warrior. They have both fallen together. The word that the Lord spoke to Jeremiah the prophet 
about the coming of Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, to strike the land of Egypt. Declare in Egypt, and proclaim in Migdal. Proclaim in Memphis and Tapanes. Say, Stand ready and be prepared, for the sword shall devour all around you. Why are your mighty ones face down? They do not stand because the Lord thrust them down. He made many stumble, and they fell. And they said one to another, Arise, and let us go back to our own people, and to the land of our birth, because of the sword of the oppressor. Call the name of Pharaoh, king of Egypt, noisy one who lets the hour go by. As I live, declares the king, whose name is the Lord of hosts, like Tabor among the mountains, and like Carmel by the sea, shall one come. Prepare yourselves baggage for exile, O inhabitants of Egypt. For Memphis shall become a waste, a ruin without inhabitant. A beautiful heifer is Egypt, but a biting fly from the north has come upon her. Even her hired soldiers in her midst are like fattened calves. Yes, they have turned and fled together. They did not stand, for the day of their calamity has come upon them, the time of their punishment. She makes a sound like a serpent gliding away, for her enemies march in force and come against her with axes like those who fell trees. They shall cut down her forest, declares the Lord, though it is impenetrable, because they are more numerous than locusts. They are without number. The daughter of Egypt shall be put to shame. She shall be delivered into the hand of a people from the north. The Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, said, Behold, I am bringing punishment upon Ammon of Thebes, and Pharaoh and Egypt and her gods and her kings, upon Pharaoh and those who trust in him. I will deliver them into the hand of those who seek their life, into the hand of Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, and his officers. Afterward, Egypt shall be inhabited as in the days of old, declares the Lord. But fear not, O Jacob, my servant, nor be dismayed, O Israel. For behold, I will save you from far away, and your offspring from the land of their captivity. Jacob shall return and have quiet and ease, and none shall make him afraid. Fear not, O Jacob, my servant, declares the Lord, for I am with you. I will make a full end of all the nations to which I have driven you, but of you I will not make a full end. I will discipline you in just measure, and I will by no means leave you unpunished. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us say the Magnificat together. My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from now on, all generations will call me blessed. For he that is mighty has magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on those who fear him throughout all generations. He has shown the strength of his arm. 
He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He has brought down the mighty from their thrones, and has exalted the humble and meek. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, has helped his servant Israel, as he promised to our fathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The second lesson is a reading from St. Paul's Epistle to the Romans, beginning with the first chapter and the first verse. Paul, a servant of Christ Jesus, called to be an apostle, set apart for the gospel of God, which he promised beforehand through his prophets in the Holy Scriptures, concerning his Son, who was descended from David according to the flesh, and was declared to be the Son of God in power, according to the Spirit of holiness by his resurrection from the dead, Jesus Christ our Lord, through whom we have received grace and apostleship to bring about the obedience of faith for the sake of his name among all the nations, including you who are called to belong to Jesus Christ. To all those in Rome who are loved by God and called to be his saints, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. First, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for all of you, because your faith is proclaimed in all the world. For God is my witness, whom I serve with my spirit in the gospel of his Son, that without ceasing I mention you always in my prayers, asking that somehow by God's will I may now at last succeed in coming to you. For I long to see you, that I may impart to you some spiritual gift to strengthen you, that is, that we may be mutually encouraged by each other's faith, both yours and mine. I do not want you to be unaware, brothers, that I have often intended to come to you, but thus far have been prevented, in order that I may reap some harvest among you as well as among the rest of the Gentiles. I am under obligation both to Greeks and to barbarians, both to the wise and to the foolish, so I am eager to preach the gospel to you also who are in Rome. For I am not ashamed of the gospel. For it is the power of God for salvation for everyone who believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. For in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith, for faith, as it is written, the righteous shall live by faith. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men, who by their unrighteousness suppress the truth. For what can be known about God is plain to them, because God has shown it to them. For his invisible attributes, namely his eternal power and divine nature, have been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world in the things that have been made. So they are without excuse. For although they knew God, they did not honor him as God or give thanks to him, but they became futile in their thinking and their foolish hearts were darkened. Claiming to be wise, they became fools, and exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images resembling mortal man and birds and animals and creeping things. 
Therefore God gave them up in the lusts of their hearts to impurity, to the dishonoring of their bodies among themselves, because they exchanged the truth about God for a lie, and worshipped and served the creature rather than the Creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. For this reason God gave them up to dishonorable passions. For their women exchanged natural relations for those that are contrary to nature. And the men likewise gave up natural relations with women and were consumed with passion for one another, men committing shameless acts with men and receiving in themselves the due penalty for their error. And since they did not see fit to acknowledge God, God gave them up to a debased mind to do what ought not to be done. They were filled with all manner of unrighteousness, evil, covetousness, malice. They are full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, maliciousness. They are gossips, slanderers, haters of God, insolent, haughty, boastful, inventors of evil, disobedient to parents, foolish, faithless, heartless, ruthless. Though they know God's righteous decree that those who practice such things deserve to die, they not only do them, but they give approval to those who practice them. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us say the Nunc Dimittis together. Lord, now let your servant depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation which you have prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of your people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Let's proclaim our faith together in the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day He rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and with your spirit. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. 
For this next set of suffrages, the response is, We entreat you, O Lord, that this evening may be holy, good, and peaceful. We entreat you, O Lord, that your holy angels may lead us in paths of peace and goodwill. We entreat you, O Lord, that we may be pardoned and forgiven for our sins and offenses. We entreat you, O Lord, that there may be peace in your church and in the whole world. We entreat you, O Lord, that we may depart this life in your faith and fear, and not be condemned before the great judgment seat of Christ. We entreat you, O Lord, that we may be bound together by your Holy Spirit in the communion of all your saints, entrusting one another and all our life to Christ. We entreat you, O Lord. The Collect of the Day for this Friday after Ash Wednesday. Let us pray. Almighty and everlasting God, you hate nothing you have made, and you forgive the sins of all who are penitent. Create and make in us new and contrite hearts, that we, worthily lamenting our sins and acknowledging our wretchedness, may obtain of you, the God of all mercy, perfect remission and forgiveness. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. A Collect for Faith. Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, by your death you took away the sting of death. Grant to us, your servants, so to follow in faith where you have led the way, that we may at length fall asleep peacefully in you and wake up in your likeness. For your tender mercy's sake. Amen. A prayer for mission. Let us pray. O God, you manifest in your servants the signs of your presence. Send forth upon us the spirit of love, that in companionship with one another your abounding grace may increase among us. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Feel free to pause the podcast here to offer up your own prayers and intercessions to the Lord in your own words. We'll come back together for the general thanksgiving. All right, let's pray the general thanksgiving together. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for your immeasurable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies, that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service, and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit 
be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplications to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will grant their requests. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth, and in the age to come, life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Glory to God, whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to him from generation to generation, in the church and in Christ Jesus, forever and ever. Amen. All right, thank you for taking that time to pray with me, to read with me, to just come into the presence of God with me here in evening prayer. If you have any questions or comments or prayer requests, I encourage you to reach out to me by email. You can reach me at commonprayer.com. 419 at gmail.com You can also reach out to me on X, formerly Twitter at CommonPrayer419 Also, if you'd like to continue this journey with me in the daily office, I encourage you to subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening to it That way you don't miss any future renditions of morning prayer and evening prayer yet to come Also, if you can Uh, If you are enjoying this, I should say, (laughs) I guess I should add that. If you are enjoying this, I would encourage you also to leave a positive rating and a positive review. That way, hopefully, others who are looking for this kind of content may get the chance to see this podcast, and hopefully it can be a help to them as well. So speaking of future podcasts, I will be back on Monday morning with Morning Prayer. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Hope you have a great time in the presence of the Lord at church, wherever you go to church this Sunday. And I look forward to having you back here on Monday morning for morning prayer. That'll be at 8 a.m. Eastern for morning prayer. 5 p.m. Eastern will be when evening prayer gets published on this channel. So until then, this has been Common Prayer. My name is Craig Kelly. Thank you again for joining me. God bless you, and I will see you next time.